If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard top. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, what is going on? Your favorite host is back, giving you the weekly fantasy rundown. Now, guys, it's getting to crunch time, all right? We have to make sure that we're not beating ourselves. We need to make sure we're setting the best lineups. We need to make sure we're doing whatever we can for this playoff push. Before I get into the solo fantasy rankings, everybody please consider donating to our community toy drive. We've already gotten $150 in donations, and that's without the number of toys that we already have collected. And guys, please consider leaving us a five-star review. doesn't take much. After you're done listening to the episode, make sure to scroll down to the bottom if you're listening on Apple and leave us a five-star review and tell us what you like about the podcast. Look, we don't ask much from you guys, but it would be greatly appreciated if you guys can take the 15 to 20 seconds that it is um, and give us some feedback. It just shows how great of a show we have, but it also shows how great of fans that we have because you guys are willing to help us out always whenever it comes down to anything with Since the Sandbox. We're going to get started with our fantasy rankings. and We have our quarterback starting off our Week 14 ranks in our 10. Derek Carr. Guys, I have Derek Carr here at 10 versus Kansas City. At Kansas City. I think that the Raiders are a team that are probably going nowhere. And if you're a Raiders fan listening to this, that's not offensive, I'm sure. As everything catastrophic has happened to your organization this offseason, you're just expecting whatever would happen to be just a little bit crazier. Derek Carr has been playing well. Don't know if he'll be the quarterback for the Raiders next year. That'll be a very interesting question throughout the offseason. But... Carr has been good, and we know how much he likes playing against the Chiefs. At 9, I have Stafford at Arizona, and someone from this team, someone from this division, is going to have to step up and show who's going to be the top dog. I mean, the Cardinals have been consistent throughout, so the Rams have to prove otherwise if they want to have all these superstars, all this talent, and really show that they're one of the best in the NFL. At 8, I have Joe Burrow. Guys, Joe Burrow has been playing great football. We definitely know that the Bengals have went on a little bit of a skid. They lost to the Chargers last week. We know that. But I still think that the Bengals have one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL. I think their defense is a great complement. And I think that this is a team that if they travel to you in the wild card round, I don't want to say that you would feel comfortable, but it's not like you're looking over to the next game because there's definitely a challenge going on um, with Cincinnati at 7. Guys, this could be a little bit low. I know he had a great week. He was the number one fantasy quarterback last week in Kyler Murray. And I have him here at seven versus the Rams. And we know how good the Rams defense is, but we need to keep in mind that, you know, Kyler was doing MVP things. And I think it's very possible that he's out of the MVP race because he missed so much time. And Lamar Jackson has probably talked himself outside of the MVP race with his past couple of performances. I don't have him in my my fantasy top 10 quarterback rankings. But Kyler here at 7. At 6, I do have Brady versus Buffalo. I think Brady and Josh Allen are both going to have tough games. This is before the Monday night game. Bills versus Patriots. Kev's at the game. My brother Matt's at the game who had a small stint on the show. And I think Brady and Allen are going to come out to play, but my prediction is that the Patriots are going to win Monday night, Buffalo will win Week 14 versus Tampa Bay, and then we know Week 15, Week 16 
Things are coming up. Things are getting tight. Things are getting competitive. And the Patriots and the Bills play against each other again December 26th, the day after Christmas. I think that'll be the Bills' time to win in New England versus the Patriots. That top of the AFC East in the top of the AFC is going to be severely interesting. Patrick Mahomes here at 5. Guys, Mahomes has not had the best year. Going against the Raiders, you know he's going to have to give his best. That division has been sneakily pretty good. The the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, they're all teams that are playing um, with winning records or at least 500. So that's definitely interesting to see from the AFC West. I just talked about Josh Allen here at 4. This week he's playing Tampa Bay. Last week he played the Patriots. Very important games in Josh Allen's career coming up. Three, I have Dak Prescott at the Washington football team. And guys, if you want my honest opinion, I think the Cowboys at some point in this game are going to have to play catch up. I think Dak plays great football when he's playing from behind. I think it gives him a little bit more urgency. And I don't know if there's a lack of urgency coming from the sidelines, from the coaching staff, from up above. But I think the Cowboys still have to do a lot to prove what they are in the NFL. Two, I have Justin Herbert versus my New York Giants, and this is the highest spot I've had Justin Herbert to the season, but we saw Mike Williams is playing well, we saw Keenan Allen is playing well, Austin Eckler is probably a top three back in the NFL right now, and they're going against the New York Giants, probably without Daniel Jones, so I think that's an easy choice here. And one, guys, Aaron Rodgers here at one versus Chicago, Anthony Holman, I'm sorry, Rodgers is playing pretty good football, I know he's banged up. I know I, I've been saying that the Packers aren't as good as they were last year, but uh, when it comes down to the NFC, if you want to talk about consistency, this year there's, there hasn't been a team that has been much more consistent than the Green Bay Packers. We're going to transition over to our running backs. Here at 15, I have CEH versus Las Vegas. I don't think CEH is going to have a crazy game, but I do know that if the Chiefs want to win this game, they want to win it comfortably, they're going to have to get CEH involved, whether that's running the ball or chucking it out uh, out of the backfield, a little dink and dunks. Um, need the running back presence. At 14, Ezekiel Elliott at Washington. I know Zeke's a little bit banged up. Tony Pollard has had a lot of involvement in that offense. It's been better for the offense, not that great for Zeke. I still trust Tony Pollard as a flex guy. I still like Zeke as an RB1, RB2 option. At 13, I have Devontae Freeman. Yes, it's weird to hit Devontae Freeman right above Ezekiel Elliott, especially at this point in their careers, their respective careers. But Freeman's really involved, and whether it's the Ravens up by a lot or the Ravens down by a lot, he seems to be the favorite back they've kind of gone to over the past couple of weeks. At 12, I have Leonard Fournette versus Buffalo, and I'm not a huge fan of the matchup, but we know Fournette is going to get his. He's looked great as a receiver out of the backfield, and Buffalo's looked a little shaky the past couple of weeks. You hear that, Kev? At 11, Dial Henderson at Arizona. Look, we know he didn't play that great or at all versus Jacksonville last week, and I think that that was just more of a focus to get him healthy, especially when you have a game like Arizona coming up. Need to make sure that you can have the running game going fluently. It was a good move to get Sony Michelle, an experienced veteran runner, behind him with some talent because Sony was a first-round pick, let's not forget. At 10, I have Josh Jacobs with Kenyon Drake being out for the rest of the season. Josh Jacobs is going to have to be the guy in that backfield, and I know he's gone to the blue tent many times this year. I'm a Josh Jacob owner. I've experienced it firsthand. I can clearly say I'm not going to make the investment fantasy-wise to depend on Josh Jacobs going forward in future fantasy seasons. 
But what I will say is I drafted him to be my running back three or four, and now I'm kind of relying on him as a two. So that's a little bit on my end. But can't control fantasy injuries. I'm sure we all wish that we could. At nine, James Conner versus the Rams. And guys, James Conner has been a bull. Keeps finding that end zone. I look for that to continue. I don't think he'll have huge rushing success, but if he can catch and and run in the red zone, he kind of just has a knack for that goal line. Expect that to continue. At eight, I have Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb has been balling, and I know Kareem Hunt's back, but I definitely expect Chubb to maintain the role he's had with the team the past couple of years and be that bell cow, and I think if there's any way to beat the Ravens, it's going to be on the ground and then making them commit to stopping the run and then going to the passing game. We'll see what happens in that game. Going to be very interesting to see the standings in that division. At 7, I have David Montgomery at Green Bay. At six, I have Antonio Gibson versus Dallas. Love to see him playing a little bit more like himself the past couple of weeks. Five, I don't want to say it's crazy. This is with the assumption that Melvin Gordon is going to be out again. I do have Javante Williams here at five. Look, he's a bell cow. He's a bull. Whatever you want to call your fantasy running backs or your RB1s, that's what Javante Williams is. He's going to be a keeper for me in two of my leagues. I stashed him away this year, and I've been using him just because I've had to, but the focus was for more next year. And with a matchup versus Detroit, you know he's going to eat. F4, Eli Mitchell at Cincinnati. As long as Eli Mitchell is healthy, he's been very, very good in his matchups. In the same game at three, I have Joe Mixon versus San Francisco. I expect both of these guys to be the focal point of their offenses. At two, I have Aaron Jones versus Chicago. Guys, I think the Packers will get up big in this game and just run the ball. I expect A.J. Dillon to have a solid game as well. One, Austin Eckler versus the New York Giants. You guys are going to hear all your charges high this week. I had Herber at two. I have Eckler at one. Now you have to hear where I have the wide receivers. At 15, I have Chris Godwin versus Buffalo. I do have a pair of Buccaneer wide receivers in here, Mike Evans being a lot higher up on the list. At 14, I have Jerry Judy in. This Broncos passing offense has not been focused around Cortland Sutton since Jerry Judy has been back. With the matchup versus Detroit and coming off of a loss, I expect the Broncos to be hungry. 13, Hollywood Brown at Cleveland. He's been solid even when the Ravens haven't been, and I expect him to continue. I would love to know where this production was the first two years of his career. At 12, T. Higgins. Look, here's the deal with Jamar Chase. He was balling the first seven weeks of the season. I feel like teams kind of caught on a little bit. He has had a slight case of the of the yips, of the drops, but T. Higgins has been consistent, and he's probably the best wide receiver three, unless you consider Tyler Boyd the wide receiver three in the NFL. At 11, I have D-Hop, and we know how much D-Hop and Jalen Ramsey look forward to going against each other, going back to the Texans and Jacksonville days. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was really excited to get that pick versus Jacksonville in the first quarter of the game, but D-Hop coming back, we saw um, what it's like him having that relationship with Kyla Murray. Expect that to continue no matter the opponent. At 10, I have Mike Williams, and 9, I have Keenan Allen, so that's my pair of the Chargers wide receivers. Going up against the New York Giants, of course they're going to eat, like I said, I have Herbert at two. I have Eckler at one for my quarterback and running back rankings. I expect both of these guys to have a great day. At eight, I have Terry McLaurin versus Dallas. At seven, I have DK at Houston. And I expect DK to have a big day. I don't know how good Seattle is going to be on the road. Seattle has not looked great this season. But if there's any game where DK is going to go off, it's where nobody can cover him. 
Six, I have Mike Evans versus Buffalo. I think he's going to at least get in the end zone one time. Very important to to be able to have a red zone threat like Mike Evans. Five, I have Cooper Cup. Four, I have C.D. Lamb at Washington. Do not have Amari Cooper on this list. You guys know the deal. Me and Lou talk about this often. Amari Cooper goes off in the home game. C.D. Lamb is the go-to guy on the road. At three, I have Stephon Diggs at Tampa Bay. We know how weak that Tampa Bay secondary is, and we know how good that Buffalo offense has the potential to be. So going to be interesting to see what happens in that game. Looking forward to watching it. At two, I have Tyreek Hill versus Las Vegas, and one, I have Devontae Adams. There's probably been very seldom amount of times that I've had Devontae Adams outside of one on these since the Sandbox Fantasy Rankings this year. But guys, that's going to wrap things up for the wide receivers. Now we're going to shift our focus over to the tight ends. Here at 5, I have Dalton Schultz at the Washington football team. At 4, I have Mark Andrews at Cleveland. At 3, I have Gronk. Guys, Gronk is back. He's healthy. I had Gronk in a DFS lineup. I actually had a really good DFS lineup. If you guys like DFS and want to do some more content, on daily football um, lineups, let us know and we can definitely do that and talk about it when we give our fantasy rankings. You know, whether you're doing that on Yahoo, FanDuel, DraftKings, they always have those free lineups. So why not put them in and, you know, have a chance at, at winning some bucks. At two, I have George Kittle at Cincinnati. He's been a baller. And where I thought Brandon Ayuk was going to be the beneficiary of more targets with Debo out, um, we saw that it went to Kittle and one. Travis Kelsey versus Vegas. You know they're going to try and set him up early and often. Going to run down the kickers and the defenses really quickly. At 5, Brandon McManus. At 4, Matt Prater. At 3, Justin Tucker. At 2, Brandon Bass. And 1, Harrison Bucker. Defenses. Very important week for defenses. Make sure you listen and listen carefully. At 5, I have Green Bay. At 4, I have the Chargers. At 3, I have New Orleans. 2, I have Tennessee. And 1, I have Denver. Guys. These defenses, I promise you this is going to be the top five defensive rankings going into next week. Just to, just to let you guys know, on a little hot streak as far as parlays go, I'm, I'm two weeks in a row with the winning parlay. So that kind of justifies you know, all, all the correct answers that I've been giving you guys um, all throughout the football season. But guys, that's going to wrap things up for our fantasy rankings. Next week, we definitely have more fantasy content coming for you guys, along with other episodes from Sense of Sandbox that are in the works behind the scenes. Guys, make sure to commit a toy to our toy drive. Whether you go to Five Below, pick up a couple of them, or you stop at Target and just pick up one, doesn't matter what it is. Anything and everything is going to be a huge help. Let's make a difference and let's all be better people this holiday season. And while we do that, guys, please make sure to commit a five-star review for Since the Sandbox. We don't ask for you guys for much. We always try and highlight our fans because you guys are the best fans. And we wouldn't be a podcast here today without you guys. So please consider leaving us a five-star review. Tell us what you do great or what we do great. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys, and I'll see you guys really soon. Peace out.